Blog Talk Radio. Welcome to the Motormouth Mosley Radio Show. You have reached your the host, Motormouth Mosley. It is a lovely Tuesday evening in beautiful Redan, Georgia. I want to welcome to the Motormouth Mosley Man Cave. You can reach us by phone at 347-945-7975. And you can also log on at Blog Talk Radio slash Motormouth Mosley and go directly to tonight's show. Um, today's show, well, tonight's show is going to have a, a lot of talk about Mr. Johnny Manziel, star quarterback Heisman winner at V Texas A&M University. I've got a good friend, Mr. Lance Jackson, who will be calling in. We'll be doing some discussing. I want to get his take on it. I do want to address a couple of things before we get off into the show. Um, an incident happened this past weekend that probably not many of you are aware of, but at the golf tournament that was held this weekend, after the second round, while leading the tournament, golfer Hunter Mahan left the tournament. His wife went into labor. He got the alert that his wife went into labor, and he immediately left the location and headed to where his wife was. This is a man who has it right. My hat's off to him. Priorities are family. Job comes second. It's only money. And, uh, I again, I salute Hunter Mayhem for leaving the tournament to go be with his wife for the birth of their child. Um, as I said earlier, we're going to talk about Mr. Johnny Manziel. If you don't know, you must be living up under a rock because old Johnny Boy has been cutting up again. He already had a couple of run-ins with uh, Twitter, with law enforcement, with saying things that he shouldn't have said. This past weekend, ESPN made a big deal out of the fact that Johnny Johnny has joined uh, the ranks of going to a old rival, probably the oldest rival in Texas, went to a flat party at Texas A&M, at the University of Texas, and unfortunately got kicked out or asked to leave or escorted out. Don't know exactly what happened, but ESPN and most of the sports networks have made a big, huge deal out of this. Yes, the young man has a slight track record. Yes, he said some things that he shouldn't have said. Yes, he comes off as somewhat flippant, but come on, people, give the kid a break. What I want to get tonight is I want to get the take from Mr. Lance Jackson, who is a good longtime friend of mine. Uh, we played against each other back in the 7th and 8th grade, actually 6th, 7th, and 8th grade, um, back in my hometown of Temple, Texas. Lance was a star cornerback for the state champion uh, Class 4A Temple Wildcats. He went on to have a stellar career at Texas A&M, playing cornerback under Coach Jackie Show back in the same time I did, 81 through 85. He is now a community youth center supervisor in College Station, Texas. He's real big on community. He's real big on paying it forward. He's a great man. He's a great man of God. Folks, I'd like to introduce you to Lance Jackson. Welcome to the show, Lance. All right, Kyle. I'm glad to be here, man, and give him from Texas A&M. Give him from Texas A&M. I got to love it. Got to give him. I love how it seems like, uh, and I didn't know this because I really, as much as I love my home state um, and I love Texas football, uh, there are some things that I missed out on growing up. 
But it's like, okay, Texas A&M has Giggum. Uh, University of Texas has Hook'em Horns. Uh, Baylor has Sick'em. Am I missing somebody? Who does Texas Tech have? Texas Tech, uh, ooh, um, guns up. We lose to uh, everybody? We, we lose to everybody? Is that what they got? <laughs> I get you guns up, um, and um, that's really about it. I'm, I'm not sure what TCU does or, or, or any well, other uh, major colleges in Texas. I guess we'd have to get old Wayne Dawson on to find out exactly what goes on at at um, at Texas Tech. But uh, the reason why I wanted to have Lance on is because if you watch ESPN, you watch all these college football sports shows, and then they're talking about this situation with Johnny, they're all beating him down. And uh, I understand that the young man won the Heisman as a freshman. He's put things that have never been done. Uh, he's got more notoriety at uh, an age that most people don't have it. And um, I just want to get a take on your take on it, Lance, on how as an alum, how somebody who absolutely loves and admires and respects his university, how do you take the situation? Uh, how does how does it affect you? Well, uh, Kyle, I mean, there, there's, Several different ways to look at it. You know, I can I can look at it um, uh, as a, a former player, a former student, and also, you know, I would like for your blog audience to recognize most of Texas A&M uh, former football players, whether you played in uh, 1919 or 1954 or, or 1966 uh, or 2013, we we all uh, consider ourselves teammates. So. Uh, regardless of whether or not we played together, you know, uh, Johnny would, would be someone that I would consider a teammate. So I have to look at it from that standpoint. No, I may actually still be on that team, and how would I feel, you know, as one of his teammates? And then you have to look at it uh, from a standpoint from fan base. Uh, you know, the Aggie fan base is uh, just as rapid as any other major uh, D1 institution, uh, you only have to come to a Texas Aggie football game uh, to understand. Uh, and then there's also, uh, you know, another way that I would tend to look at it from the standpoint of, you know, a, a parent. You know, I have a 20-year-old son. Um, I work with young people uh, day in, day out. So, you know, there's all kinds of uh, viewpoints that I see it from. But uh, let's just take it from just being an Aggie. Uh, yeah, absolutely. You know, absolutely. That's what I want to hear. Well, I mean, when you when you're part of Texas A&M, you know, we tend to look at it as you know something bigger than than itself. Um, it's all about you know the spirit of Aggieland. You know, we all buy into it. You know, we are Aggies, and, and with that comes a, a certain notoriety you know, about how we feel about the university, how we feel about the traditions here um, at Texas A&M. Uh, we are very tradition-laden university. Uh, I can't even name all the traditions. I've, I've just experienced most of them. Uh, you have to talk about the 12th man, you know, and, and, and what that represents. So 
when you're a former student or if you buy into Texas A&M University, then you carry that with you, you know, wherever you go. Uh, you may see some of us uh, wearing uh, the uh, Aggie ring. Uh, take a look at the, the governor uh, of the state of Texas, Governor Perry. You will see him, you know, with his Aggie ring. It symbolizes so much, uh, you know, about Texas A&M University. So, you know, when we go out, you know, in this world and we say that we're from Texas A&M or we're an Aggie, you know, we believe, you know, in the spirit of Aggieland and uh, such things as service, uh, you know, uh, duty, you know, with Texas A&M being a, uh, a former uh, military school, actually. And, you know, we believe in volunteering. You know, it's a very, uh, you know, different place than, than most universities. So, um, Johnny, you know, uh, has won, you know, a very special award. And that, does, that, that award cannot be taken lightly because it symbolizes so much to a lot of college football fans. Um, I, I would fancy that, you know, Kyle Mosley, uh, as, a, as, a, as a young athlete, uh, saw himself accepted the Heisman Trophy, you know, I saw myself accepting the Heisman Trophy, you know, um, I had an opportunity to meet uh, uh, Billy Sims on a recruiting trip to Oklahoma, you know, university, and by the way, um, silly me, I chose Texas Phantom University (laughs) over uh, Oklahoma University and probably could have been part of several Big eight championships, and again, uh, especially uh, I think in '85 they won the national championship. You know that is correct. And you, and, you, and you would have come to Hawaii to play us in '83. <laughs> yes, I would have got against, against my teammate. And, uh, but you know, you know, I I can only say it in so many words that you know I, I thought I'll take that in. Um, uh, as something special to me, you know, I think I came here on a, a recruiting, not a recruiting trip, but uh, my oldest brother, Tony, they played a playoff game here back in, uh, I think, 77. And uh, I was just immediately attracted to the school. Uh, the Texas Aggie band was out on Kyle Field uh, drilling for the game. And that was just a, a, a amazing to me, um, living in, coming from and living in uh, a, 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 an area that appreciates the military, you know, uh, be it that our hometown is uh, only 30 minutes uh, from Fort Hood, Texas, you know, and for most of us coming out of school, that was an option for us uh, to join the military. Absolutely. Absolutely. And so had I not had the opportunities to, to pick from several schools, then most likely I probably would have uh, winded up in uh, in the uh, United States Marines. Uh, that was a dream for me. So the next big thing was the Texas Aggie. And, and being the Texas, believe it or not, is, is something, uh, you know, to behold. People uh, look to Aggies for leadership, you know, for service, and this school prides itself, you know, on that, and leaders, in several fields uh, from, you know, oceanography to engineering 
petroleum engineering. Uh, there's several uh, fields that Aggies are, are, are leaders in. People like to tell Aggie jokes. Well, one of our favorite jokes is, uh, what do you call a, a Texas Aggie after he graduates? You call him Boss. Okay. Boss. Ah, I like that. I like you that. Know. So what you're basically saying is that there's a lot of tradition, there's a lot of respect, there's a lot of uh, unity, camaraderie, and and I can relate to that being, being a former Rainbow Warrior because we now call each other Rainbows instead of Rainbows because there's, there's a connection. Once you've gone through the battle of, of, of being an athlete on a Division One team or in any college level, you, you have a, uh, a kinship, and, and there is a bond between you and you and players either that preceded you or players that, 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 that came after you. There's still that kinship. There's still that connection. And sometimes, especially with a younger player, they haven't been on campus long enough to respect that, to honor that, or to know what that's all about. And from what I'm hearing, it sounds like Johnny actually wanted to go to University of Texas, but they yep, wouldn't yep. let him play quarterback. They, they yep. wouldn't let him play. They didn't recruit him as a quarterback, so he ended up coming to uh, Texas A&M. Mm-hmm. That's almost a scary scenario because you've basically got someone who really kind of, sounds like, doesn't want to be there. And then you add on top of it, you know, we've had an incident. He had an incident with a uh, uh, a traffic ticket or a parking ticket, and he got on his Twitter account and basically said, kind of defamed the, the, the town of College Station and said he can't wait to get out of there. He came back a couple of days later and retracted it. But at the same time, I, I know that a college town like College Station, Texas, they they take that personally. Well, I, I would assume to some degree. Well, well, you know, you 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 have to realize that Texas uh, A&M uh, enrolls over fifty thousand students each year, and <clears throat> some of us um, we like living here. And right, absolutely. I I, I, I know several uh, former uh, uh, students and teammates who live in the Bryan College Station area. But one thing I can tell you uh, about this area is that, you know, for me, you know, I have been treated very well. Uh, I would attest or even go further and say that most of my teammates are those former athletes who live in this community, you know, not only love Aggieland, but we appreciate everything that uh, the residents uh, of Bryan College Station, you know, how they have treated us. And I've been here 32 years. And, right. you know, uh, the entire Brazos Valley, as we like to call it, which is a, a, a seven-county catchment area, you know, which, you know, if you, if you want to see – you know, an awesome group of people come out and help somebody. All you have to do is just hang out in the Brazos Valley. If, if there's a little bit of an emergency, you know, dude, you're going to get some help. You know, so, I understand. I understand. Uh, <laughs> you know, you know uh, for me, uh, you know, 
being a former uh, uh, guy over there, a football player, you know, and having had the opportunities to uh, be accepted and embraced by this community and given opportunity to work, you know, in the field of, you know, youth development. And um, I even worked um, uh, for a brief time in juvenile services uh, uh, and also 10 years in the mental health field. And uh, that comment uh, may not have been appreciated, uh, you know, uh, by people who live in this area, you know, because they pour their hearts out, you know, for this team. And um, we do realize uh, that Texas A&M is uh, the economic engine that drives this area and not only contributes statewide, but contributes, you know, uh, nationally, you know, and worldwide. And actually Texas A&M is a world university because we have universities overseas, um, I believe in Qatar, you know, in in other places. So, you know, it kind of stung, you know, me because I realized what, what I received, the benefits that I received from coming to this university and being able to afford an opportunity to, you know, raise a family here and it continues to be part, you know, of Aguiland to some degree. So there there may have been some who uh, have taken offense to it, but then, you know, there's a, another uh, angle to this as far as, there's a younger group of kids who have not been in this community that long and, and don't plan on being in here, <laughs> but, you know, three, four, five years. Right. And right. so they may not appreciate, you know, what uh, I would say my generation of, of, of former students and, and, and people in this community, you know, really appreciate about, you know, the, the synergy you know, of this community and how everybody works together to, you know, uh, raise up our team. So I I can understand how that that comment was not received. And guess what? Uh, I think I've gotten about mm, anywhere six, eight, nine, ten, twelve tickets over the years. It wasn't so bad. (laughs) You know, know, it wasn't so bad. It sounds yeah. like a great place to go and play college ball. It sounds like a great place to raise your kids. Sounds like a. I've only been to Bryan once, and that was about a year and a half ago. I went to go watch my niece play in a, a basketball game there. So although my hometown is only about, what, 45 minutes to an hour away, I believe, uh, I don't know much about the area, but uh, I, I've definitely heard some good things about it. And I, I guess, like I said, I mean, early in the sh- in the broadcast, I, I I don't want to sit here and bash the young man because I think that uh, being a star athlete today is to some degree something that I can't relate to because of when I grew up. We didn't have Twitter and Facebook, of course. Every little move that 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 we made wasn't dissected and and under a a, mic, a telescope or a microscope. So I I I can't really relate. Uh, to some degree, I was thinking about players that that probably back during my day 
that I can somewhat connect to what Johnny is going through. And the, the player that comes to mind for me is Jim McMahon when he was at BYU. We played him when I was at the University yeah. of Hawaii. Yeah. And, and all, mm-hmm. here you are, you have a player who is at a Mormon school, a very mm-hmm. devout, strict Mormon school. Uh, Jim McMahon's a Catholic. <laughs> yeah. He's a Catholic. Yeah. And, and I remember... I was on the sidelines, and I mean every every word that that a Mormon wouldn't be using, Jim was using during the game, and and I was wondering if kind of like if Lavelle Edwards, who was then the head coach at BYU, had the, a similar situation where he was. I think uh, Jesse Palmer uh, compared it to uh, uh, Agamemnon trying to control Achilles. And it would only let him out just for the you know the battles. So you mean you you basically have this this uncontrollable ferocious beast <laughs> to say to to use an analogy who you really can't control, but you try to control him during the week. And right. it seems like someone tried to control him his freshman year, and now that he's outside of that protection of being a freshman. He has been let loose on this world, and how do you reel him back in? I mean, that's, I guess what I'm asking you, is there a chance that Coach Sumlin has a way to kind of put this dynamo in a bottle and then leash him out on Sundays as a great athlete on a great team and have success without causing much more I don't want to say embarrassment, but unnecessary uh, media attention mm-hmm. than, than, well, than, than, it, it, than what it, they would want. Well, first and foremost, just like uh, your affiliation and association with uh, the University of Hawaii, you know, that is set in stone. So any mention of anything that you do, uh, that at some point in time is going to you know, be uh, attached to Kyle Mosley, you know, uh, at some point in time. So you you can't escape, you know, your affiliation with something that's normally, you know, always bigger than yourself. I, I tend to think that as... You know, Coach Cheryl, Jackie Cheryl would ask us to do, you know, this is back in the mid-'80s, is, you know, that has to be a, a, a team thing. That has to come from his teammates. You know, uh, they, they have uh, to, um, you know, because, you know, during all of this over the last eight months, you know, I'm sure Johnny wanted to elevate his teammates in this, but it, it, it has, you know, had the tendency to be about him. Now, he shows in certain, certain uh, opportunities that were presented to him, which didn't necessarily include Texas A&M or his teammates. But as he steps out into, you know, the celebrity world, Anything he does and say naturally is going to reflect back on the university, you know, and his teammates. But I tend That's to think that I think I tend to think that you know the right amount of peer pressure 
you know, because you see, you're loved by your teammates. You're going to listen to them. You know, you may not like what some of them have to say, but it matters, you know. And so, you know, it's really up to his teammates, you know, working through the coaches, of course, uh, yeah. to maybe sit down with him, you know, and talk to him about how some of this has made them feel. You know, the, the, the Alabama game has been hyped up since uh, November 10th of last year. It, it will not let up. So everything that he does, you know, is going to point towards that game, uh, what is it, September the 14th. And so it is only going to add an, an extra amount, the amount of media attention, you know, which may or may not have an impact on his teammates as to how they perform, uh, wondering whether will he really show up, will he be ready, you know, will it be too much for him, you know, uh, how much do they need to prepare in the event that, you know, this kid, you know, may not can handle the pressure at that time. You know, he says he's going to be ready. But there's, you know, you in between now and September 14th, you know, we don't know uh, what's going to happen. You know, if you listen to everything that's been said in the last couple of days, you know, about some of the things that his uh, dad has come out and said, you know, right. maybe some other things that have been kind of creeping up above the surface now. Folks, we're right. trying to put this, in, put this in context. You know, what does it mean to be 20 years old and uh, have, you know, uh, I, I put it this way, you know, in Texas A&M, you know, you have had all these great athletes. You know, we tend to put them in Aggie lore. You know, you tell stories. You know, gotcha. You know, uh, Curtis Dickey. You know, uh, that win. Uh, Quentin so Parker. You know, <clears throat> but. But this guy, he is in Aggie Dump, meaning that there's only one. Yeah, now he's, he's definitely brought uh, a lot more attention, a lot more. They, made, they definitely made a splash in the SEC last year. And, um, <laughs> hello, caller. Caller from the 817. Okay, I guess they don't want to talk. Uh, maybe they're just listening. They're just listening in. But um, I, I, I hope that, uh, like I said, I hope that Johnny learns a little bit. I, I hope that uh, that his performance on the field and his teammates uh, isn't uh, subjected to. Uh, I hope it doesn't affect their play. I hope that it's something that uh, that they are able to perform week in week out. I wish them the best of luck. As a friend of yours, and knowing how you feel about your school, I wish uh, uh, your alma mater the best of luck. As a Texan living in the middle of SEC country, I have finally have a reason to be involved with SEC competition. So, yes, I do wear my A&M uh, T-shirt when can. I wore it over to uh, my good 
I went over to my good friend who is an uh, Alabama alum. I went to his house the week after the game last season to shoot some pool. He didn't appreciate it too much. But uh, I definitely want to say thank you for your interesting insight, the, the perspective that you have as someone who loves his university, who has a lot of respect and honor for what that school means and what it does. And and I appreciate your honesty because I know that this time of the year with all, the, all that's been going on, your side isn't really being addressed. People are more looking at the sensational aspects of this situation. And I am so pleased to have you on and just have you talk from the heart about what your school means to you because in a lot of ways uh, I feel the same way uh, about my university that uh, no matter where I go, what I do, I will always be a, uh, a fighting rainbow warrior, and I will always be proud of, of my school and hopefully proud of the product that they put on the on the field or on the court or on the diamond. So I, I do respect that, and I do appreciate you coming on, Lance. Um, we're about to sign off again. You've been listening to the Motormouth Mosley Radio Show. If you're looking at making a donation or buying some ad space, you can hit me up on Twitter at MMMosley24. You can also hit me up at my email address, which is motormouthmosley at AOL.com. I want to thank you so very much for listening. Have a good evening and aloha.